Today's goddess represents renewal, transformation, beauty, fertility, rebirth, freedom, and springtime. She is the Butterfly Maiden. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to episode number 12 of Goddess Chat with Leos. I'm your host, Nicole, and with us is our gorgeous other host, Miss Gigi. Hello, and I'm not the only gorgeous one here, okay, Miss Nicole? Thank you. <laughs> I'm wearing my chubby leopard pants today, so I don't feel so gorgeous. Hey, Go I'm ahead. in leggings <laughs> and a t-shirt, so whatever. <laughs> Love you. Well, goddesses, would you please join us as we drink some tea and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess? If you love the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your chosen listening services. The best way to show your support for the show is to rate and review, and also word of mouth is priceless. All right, everyone. Well, let's grab our tea and welcome this week's goddess. Hello, goddesses and everyone. It's tea time. Um, Tea time. time. I love it. So um, today's tea for me is an apple cinnamon. So I'm excited Mm, about that. Tasty, tasty. I like. What are you drinking today? I actually did a mixture. Um, I was trying to, you know, feel the floral energy of the pollination of butterflies. And so I'm drinking dandelion and chamomile with some honey. So Aww. I just did a little combo there just to That's... try to invoke the butterfly goddess. Sounds <laughs> lovely. Well, in this tea time, um, I just want to actually say it up front as well as at the end of the show. If you want to reach out to us, please email us at goddesschat at yahoo.com or we're also on Instagram at goddesschatleos and Miss Gigi will get right back to you. So please reach out to us, talk to us. We want to hear from you. Yes, definitely. Um, We've already had a few of you starting to message us and give us some inspiration for um, upcoming goddesses. Um, In fact, we will be doing a goddess next week that is inspired from one of you guys. So that is very exciting. And we love Uh, hearing from you. We love it. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Also, I figured while we're in our tea time right now, I might just give you a couple little um, tidbits relating back to last week's goddess, Ocean. Um, I was so silly and realized our whole segment talking about Goldschlager. I kept talking about peppermint (laughs) and then finally the hangover memories came back. It's cinnamon. Um, It's not peppermint. (laughs) And I think that's why, you know, the the Goldschlager is related to her because of the gold flakes in it, as well as the cinnamon flavor, because cinnamon was a big one for her. So, um, so don't believe anything I say, apparently. (laughs) When it comes to alcohol, don't believe Gigi. No, because, you know, I was probably blacked out after that. <laughs> but... As you're oh drinking it, you're gosh. like, this is going to be peppermint. Oh, my gosh. What flavor is it today, people? <laughs> this, this is orange. Well, thank you oh for gosh. that correction. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I do have a funny story about one time when I was pretty um, shwasted um, mm-hmm. when I was younger. And I knocked on my sister's window to have her let me in and I was telling my friends I'm like this is my brother's room my brother Brandon well it was my sister's room and my sister's name is Brandy and my brother's name is GQ so (laughs) I just like made it up so see you know I have the same memories with alcohol apparently so okay (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Oh, and also another thing that I found really interesting, I was um, looking up a little bit more about ocean after last week's episode. And um, I, I saw an interesting thing because I, I thought it was so interesting that um, vultures were um, an associated animal with her. And I was like, why yes. would a vulture be associated with a, a goddess of, um, you know, fertility and all and love. And um, there is this story and I'm just um, summarizing it, but pretty much, I guess all of the gods were trying to fly up to the heavens to their like ultimate God mm-hmm. for um, salvation or something. And um, everyone is failing. And finally, she's like, well, I'm going to do it. And they're like, you're not going to be able to do it. You're too young. And, you know, you don't have enough experience. You're not going to be able to do it. Well, she transformed into her um, beautiful peacock self. And she started flying up to the heavens. And as she got closer and closer to the sun, her feathers started to burn off. And then when she could not fly any longer, she finally collapsed into the arms of the being that she was flying to. And that's when she was um, seen as a vulture. So, (laughs) um, but it wasn't in a negative way, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. it was just like, you know, she had gone through that moment and lived the moment as much as she could until she finally gave all that she could and she passed on to this new being so it was it seemed really interesting yeah Yeah. definitely and that like corresponds with the idea of corresponds with the idea of this week's goddess the butterfly maiden i mean like going from caterpillar cocooning yourself and becoming a butterfly i mean so this week is all about transformation oh yes transformation for sure so i just thought i'd uh, drop a couple of those little notes in there that i thought were interesting from last week that I missed out on sharing with you all. So well, <laughs> hopefully you, you listened to it. <laughs> You're well, welcome. We appreciate it. And I want to say thank you, everyone. Ocean was a very popular show. So thank you. The numbers were really high for that. And every time we would check, Gigi and I would just go, we oh, yeah. So excited. So hopefully you'll love the Butterfly Maiden and all the other ones that we have coming up for spring. We're excited. So excited. Yes. Well, are you ready to uh, chat about today's goddess? Let's do this. Well, Miss Gigi, um, our sources today for the Butterfly Maiden is um, a wonderful website called goddessschool.com. Also another website, journey into or journeying to the goddess.wordpress.com, which I thought that was kind of fun. Um, Wikipedia, uh, my new Oracle deck, which is the Sacred Mothers and Goddesses by Claudia Olivas, and Goddess Guidance Oracle by Doreen Virtue. I'm trying to wrestle my pen away from Jinx. She's she's joining us today, goddesses, so I'm excited. I've got my son sleeping today, so hopefully we won't have, have any interruptions this time around. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> well, Miss Gigi, the butterfly maiden is a goddess found in many native traditions throughout the Americas. She is associated with renewal, transformation, beauty, fertility, rebirth, freedom, and springtime oh yes lovely springtime it's coming yay Yay. (laughs) well a little history about her um 
The Butterfly Maiden's story is woven intricately within the, within the myths of the Hopi and Zuni people of North America. Many tribes hold the butterfly as a special symbol, and many sacred art, artists of the Hopi and Zuni people carved kachinas that captured the Butterfly Maiden's spirit to share with their people. In Hopi tradition, the Butterfly Maiden is a kachina, or a spirit, who rules um, the springtime and the earth's Earth's fertility. And Kachinas are supernatural beings who control nature and have the spirits of living things, such as animals and plants within them. Some Kachinas also hold the spirits of the non-living, as well as the wind, rain, thunder, lightning, clouds, etc. And every spring, she dances from flower to flower, pollinating the fields and the flowers and bringing life-giving rain to the Arizona desert. And she yields healthy and bountiful blooms and crops. The butterfly dance um, is a social dance that occurs at the end of every summer, and it has a spiritual significance. The dance is a prayer to bring rain and is also a community celebration in the fathering of dancers, singers, and families. Uh. It sounds beautiful. I, I haven't watched the the butterfly dance yet, but I do want to. But you said you saw what it yes, like. Yes, yeah, it, it is It is really special because as I'm going to get into it um, a little bit more, um, it is actually also kind of a coming of age um, moment for oh. the young girls in the tribe. So nice. a lot of times the young girls are the ones leading the dance and, um, you know, kind of like that idea of transformation you know they're becoming the butterfly so I thought that was really really special okay so like sweet 16 King Sahira, kind of kind, kind of, of yeah okay. definitely and also speaking of that which was um an interesting thing is they wear these um beautiful headdresses and and um outfits of course mm. ordained with or uh, with all sorts of um different colors and symbols and everything. And when I was um, watching a video about the actual kachinas that they make and they carve that represent what they wear during the dance, mm -hmm. um, they, in the headdress, in the top of the headdress, it is um, supposed to be like the clouds. And then the clouds rain down on them, which is attached to their head. And then across their head, they have something that represents corn and then coming out of the top of their head, they have these things that represent flowers. So the, you know, the clouds rain down and um, allow the corn and the flowers to grow because oh. those are things that they need for, you know, life, obviously. Corn mm -hmm. is a very, very sacred food within the um, native um, cultures, especially within the Hopi. Um, so I thought that was really cool to like learn a little bit about how the kachinas were carved and the symbolism. And when I watched the dance, I was like, Oh, I can see it in the outfits as well. So those oh, I are, love it. Yeah. So definitely maybe, you know, if you have a chance, you know, Google it and check out some more of the um, actual um, videos that you can see some of this um, native culture shine through on. Okay, cool. Um, so um, she is also, um, represented, as I said, by a woman dancer at this yearly butterfly dance. And it's a traditional initiation rite for Hopi girls. And the Hopi girls participating in the butterfly dance wear ornate headdresses called Kopetsoki. I'm sorry if I mispronounced <laughs> that. I could not find um, any um, proper 
um, videos to tell me how to say that. So I'm so you know that there really so. were no videos because Gigi would have found it if they oh were. yeah. So I even was reading a, I was even reading a website that showed the different letters in the Hopi language and how to pronounce them to see mm-hmm. if I could like write it out myself. Um, (laughs) And um, I wasn't able to really find if there was kind of like with the Irish um, language, how when they have like two vowels to vowels together and they make a different sound. I couldn't find. Yeah. 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 Um, What did I say? I don't know. It's the same thing. Okay. Um, Yeah. So um, I, I, you know, I thought that it might've done something like that, but I couldn't find um, which ones were the parts where I had to hit it harder than others, or if any of them combined made a different sound. So I'm really sorry if I mispronounced that, but I have noticed that this is um, a lost art. Um, The native languages, um, you know, back in the day when we had the, um, the Navajo um, coders, you know, during the wars and everything, like there are so many of the native languages that haven't been transcribed or passed down to more generations ever since, mm-hmm. you know, the horrible things that have happened to our native tribes um, in our history. And it's, it's really sad. And I really hope that they don't get lost. Um, and that we can, um, you know, have some more of this coming around for um more knowledge um, of mm-hmm. other people as we grow, because I don't want that history to be lost um, for future generations, whether they're na- native or not. Um, Absolutely. So hopefully we can find some stuff and people can share it. I have been seeing some amazing native um, people on Instagram sharing more about their culture on like reels and TikTok videos and things like that. And I've, it's just been so fascinating. Um, I actually have some native ancestry myself and I don't have Hopi ancestry, but I do have um, Cherokee and Choctaw and it's definitely been igniting some more um, need to explore that and find more of the history. And if I could learn more about the tribes. So I really found this was really very, um, inspiring so she got um, you this week (laughs) that's good well back to what I was saying sorry Mm -hmm. I keep uh, falling off of the course (laughs) and I love it go ahead you're well um (laughs) not only were um women and young women um dancing in the butterfly dance but they would have selected kachina men that danced the sacred butterfly dance as well and they would present the carved kachinas to the women and children of the tribe to share the butterfly spirit and um to pass on um the traditions and cultures to them so that they would learn more about it and the Hopi believed the spirit of the butterfly taught the people about renewal, joy, abundance, fertility, and springtime. And unmarried girls wore their hair in a special style in the shape of a butterfly. And I found an old yes. portrait of one. And it's so cool. It's very reminiscent of Princess Leia. So they have their hair in these buns on the sides. And they're kind of pinned in. So they have this... Um, um, where they're bigger on top and smaller on the bottom, but it is two buns on the side of their head. So I feel like they were trying to um, bring some of that forth with Princess Leia and Star Wars. For Princess sure. Leia <laughs> or like Queen Amidala, like yes, same yes. style. Oh my it gosh, literally it's so looks, cool. It literally looks like butterfly wings, the way that it they really have the does. Hair. It's so special. I was like, wow, like to sit there and figure out how to wrap their hair, which they don't cut, obviously, they keep it long. 
and to learn how to wrap it properly to create that shape is just really interesting. Mm-hmm. And you know, that was with no hair extensions. Exactly. So. No hair extensions, no hair tools besides what they would bake, you know, uh, make, they would make um, mm-hmm. their own combs out of, you know, um, wood that they would carve or, or animal bones or whatever. And they would just like use um, hide from, you know, the, the animals that they would, um, that they would um, end up eating or whatever. And they would use they the would hide for this, everything. Yeah. And then they would use the hide to tie their hair, or their braids or their buns or whatever. So I mean, it's so cool that they sat there and were able to do such a a style with no tools that you would have in modern society. So definitely a lot of accolades to them. I do hair and makeup, so that I find this really interesting. So I'm sorry if I'm going off on tangents today, but <laughs> there's so many little things that keep just popping up in my head. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. So uh, <laughs> there were goddesses that I went cuckoo bananas for. Yes, so definitely, you are definitely. Embrace um, it. <laughs> also, um, butterflies have a complex social meaning to the Hopi people. They are a symbol of renewal and spring, and butterflies adorn Hopi basketry, textiles, pottery, and jewelry. Butterflies are associated with much-needed rain for growing corn and other crops, and the Navajo people also held the butterfly as a sacred um, entity, and they have similar myths and symbolism around the butterfly. The next Pierce peoples said that their children could call butterflies to them with their joy, reminding the adults to not take things too seriously. Um, I mean, the imagery of that is just so beautiful. Just imagining little butterflies fluttering around the kids when they're laughing and giggling. Um, Also, the Blackfoot tribe would paint a symbol similar to the Maltese cross on their dwellings that would represent the butterfly. And they believed the butterfly brought them sleep and dreams. Blackfoot mothers would tie a piece of buckskin embroidered with the cross to represent the butterfly into their child's hair to bring sleep and pleasant dreams. And um, to some of the South American people, the butterfly and the moth represent balance and sexuality. And many have gone through painful growth and change. And sometimes that involves coming to terms with their own sexuality. And the butterfly maiden can help those going through these deeply personal turmoils, which, I mean, that is just an amazing thing, too, especially with, um, you know, so much that we have gone through in recent years with our um, civil rights movement for people that are trans or gay or non-binary. I mean, that they were accepting this within their tribes hundreds, thousands of years ago, and that the butterfly was a representation of that, which is so true. You know, you, you are one entity, and then you turn into this gooey mess within a, within a cocoon, and then you emerge this beautiful butterfly, and it's a brand new life, a whole new being for you to become. And um, I just love that that is um, – what those um, South American people would um, use that symbol to represent. Um, Also the Aztec people um, believe that the butterfly is a departed loved one that would come to bring a message of eternal life and happiness. And I'm sorry, I'm starting to get emotional now because uh, um, my grandmother actually, when she passed, um, we always had yellow butterflies that would show up. Um, And so it was always, we we would always say there's grandma. And um, this just made me think about her right now. So, 
um, in Mexico, um, this goddess of butterflies is the, it's Papa, it's Papalotl. It's Papalotl. I'm sorry. It's a really hard word to pronounce. It was hard to find. Um, and she covers herself with an invisibility cloak to avoid the attention of those who are envious of her beauty and powers of eternal regeneration. So, hmm. I mean, there's so many amazing symbols in different tribes for this maiden um, yes. and all the different meanings of that. And I mean, I would love to have my own invisibility cloak, <laughs> you know, I mean, well, very Harry Potter status, you know, like, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to like hide away for a second. I don't want anybody looking at me. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love the Aztec people, what they believe with the departed ones. Oh, um, yeah. I, anytime I see one outside, I think that's my mom. Yeah. Oh, like, mama. Mama Pat. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that was my grandmother's name, too. That's right. They were both Patricia Ann. Really? Yes. Did I just never pay attention? Or I had there? mentioned that to you, but that just popped up right now. Now that you said that whenever you see butterflies, <gasps> and then my grandmother was butterflies, too. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Um, I had lost my mom three years ago, and Gigi lost her grandmother shortly after. Well, so this is we actually kind of going um, through similar things. My well, this is my other grandmother um, that I'm speaking oh. of that actually passed when I was 15, and it was the first death I ever dealt with, and I lived with her, and um, uh. that was a really, really hard one. Um, but as well <laughs> as my grandmother that passed um, this just in 2019, um, shortly after your mama passed, um, she was uh, 96 years old, and um, so she was in my life forever and we took care of her. And just as you did with your mom, you know, we, we mm-hmm. were, um, we, we were very involved in their lives. So both of those deaths hit us tremendously. And um, both of my grandmothers were obsessed with um, turquoise jewelry and, and native culture. And so I really love that they um, passed that down to me. And also, um, you know, once I learn more about our ancestry, I'll, I'll get to learn more, but um, yeah, uh, you know, when I was learning, about the maiden when we were reading through this before our episode um, recording today, these things did not come through to me. Um, None of these um, meanings and emotions until just now. So, um, so we're all experiencing it with GD. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, (laughs) and um, definitely let's just take a moment and remember those gorgeous women that we lost and their goddesses up above now, you know, and shining down on us and sending butterflies to give us kisses. And yes. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the butterfly maiden's appearance. Um, although most you say it's Kachinas. Yes. Kachinas. Okay. Thank you. Are not considered to be gods. The butterfly maiden is believed to be a fertility goddess who brings about transformation, new beginnings, and a fresh start in life. So all of the stuff Gigi talked about beforehand, it's just being brought up again. And it's definitely, she's a transformative goddess. She's often, often, (laughs) I got that, the little kid syndrome. Oh yeah, (laughs) like I did last last week. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. She is often pictured as a young Native American woman dressed in and surrounded by butterflies. She lives within the plants, animals, female ancestors who link the human with the divine. Which I remember when I had my first Oracle deck, she was the first one that I had pulled and seen. And I just, the image was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So she's just, she's stunning. 
Definitely. Full of color. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, um, some legends about her um, is it is said that the that she pollinated the world with our nighttime dreams, carrying the life force from dream time into reality. So in essence, she makes our dreams come true. Um, she is a creative oh. force and a symbol of rebirth and regeneration. And um, also, here's a little story. It's called The Butterfly Story by Johnny Moses, which is um, from me. migrations.com. A long time ago, there was an old lady and her granddaughter, caterpillar lady. She was told, what's the matter with you? Why don't you go and look for a man who will become your husband? So she crawled away <laughs> looking for her husband. And she asked, grandmother, would you please give me that marriage medicine that is called love potion? Grandmother made it and gave it to her granddaughter with proper instructions for its use. The butterfly maiden saw a possible candidate and threw the love powder over him, and he fell in love with her. And then she kissed him, and he died. Oh, God. So the grandmother, she went back to her grandmother, and she said, I need another love potion. So grandmother made it. Butterfly maiden crawled on in search of her husband and saw a likely fellow and threw her love medicine over him, and she fell in love with him. Or he fell in love with her, and then she kissed him, and this one died as well. So the butterfly maiden found four possible candidates to be her husband, and she threw her potion and that was patiently made by her grandmother. She threw the powder over each man and kissed him, and then he died. And so she ended up being widowed four times, and as she grieved, her sorrow and grief covered her with many layers of grief, and she climbed high into the mountains, and she stood there and cried out her sorrow, and the compassionate creator heard and saw her problem, and the creator touched her, and suddenly the layers and layers of grief peeled away, and out of this cocoon emerged the most beautiful of creatures that we now call a butterfly. And oh, I mean, I have to chill. Yeah, was... I mean, the story of that is just beautiful, but I, I feel so sad for her. She's got rogue syndrome. I mean, Ooh. like, she can't touch anyone that she loves without oh, God, killing yes. them. You I know? Didn't know what you meant for a second. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, X-Men. Yeah. I have, I'm sorry. Thank I'm you. doing lots of um, geeky references today with Star Wars <laughs> and X Men. So, well, Star Wars, <laughs> I understood. X Men, I'm like, wait, no, that's right. Yeah, oh. so, but I mean, the story of this, like, how she, you know, is layered in her grief and then merges this butterfly, you know, as how grief teaches you so much and you can become a new person by learning to um, grow from it, which we well, have all I, done. Well, what I was going to say what I love about that concept of it being a cocoon is it, it, there is no moment in life when grief is done. No, no. So uh, the fact that the layers were peeled away, mm-hmm. it's, it's getting me thinking about my mom. It's, it's, you don't just heal. And I don't know if you ever really will heal, no. but it's, you can gently remove those layers and become a new version of yourself. Which, yes. Oof, gave yes. myself chills. I know. Exactly. I mean, like the fact that I started getting <laughs> emotional and it's been like 20 years since my grandmother yeah. passed, you know, you never know when it's going to hit you. No. And, um, and it does hit you from time to time, but those layers get thinner and thinner. <sighs> and yeah. So I love that. Definitely love that. That was beautiful. Oh, well, thank you. I'm glad that I was able to do something (laughs) special for you. (laughs) 
Gigi and I would like to talk a little bit about some activities and rituals that you can, um, you know, do to kind of call forth the butterfly maiden or just connect with her. Um, Make time to eat well. I know I don't do that. I just had Taco Bell today. So (laughs) (laughs) not feeling so good. So in wintertime, prepare nourishing and warming broths and herbal teas. In springtime and summer, eat a cleansing diet of mostly raw fruits and vegetables. I need, I want to do that this summer and spring, Gigi. Hey, I can keep you on it. I mean, I'm pretty good about that stuff. You know, I I, I become kind of a kitchen witch and um, I do love making my broths and eating my veggies and all that kind of stuff. So I can share recipes with you and we can make them simultaneously or something. (laughs) All right. Goddesses, who's in with it? Let's Let's do do this. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) Something I, I really enjoy doing, and I think this works for any goddess, spend time meditating and journaling. Now, Gigi's got a three, two-year-old, so she can't necessarily just stop and meditate. Don't get much time for that, but I try. (laughs) But, you know, journaling, writing out your thoughts and how you can connect with her is great. Take a break from work, a relationship, or a situation. Are all of these, like, calling out to me? Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) This is intense stuff that we do need to take seriously. I mean, mean, stress can make you so sick. And if you don't take a break you're going to get sicker. So definitely take care of yourself, people. We got to do this. And we, we also got to take our own advice and do it to ourselves as well. So. <laughs> yes, to be accountable to each other. This next one I adore. Take time to cocoon yourself and just wait. What? Why can't I talk today? <laughs> it's okay. We're take, both kind of thrown off today. <laughs> telling you. All right. Take time to cocoon by yourself. So basically spend a few hours a day, maybe a week. I wish I could do it for a whole weekend. Oh yeah. You know, girls weekend away. <laughs> Let's go oh, make our yes. own cocoon side by side. <laughs> that is going to happen. There is a beautiful little um, boutique hotel in California called the Madonna Inn. Yes. That's where Gigi and I are going to go. Yes. We're going to cocoon in luxury. <laughs> However, don't stay wrapped up and asleep too long. You are meant to open your gorgeous wings and fly, Mm. which I love. Yes. Something else you can do is plant a seed and watch it grow in a pot inside until it's time to take it outside for growing for springtime. So I actually bought a a seed kit. So I have that and um, I have from my stepson a, it's um, a Bob Ross chia head. Oh, I love it. I got to (laughs) do You get to watch his hair sprout. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be, I, I want to try to wait. Well, I probably should do it now. I wanted to wait till the spring equinox, but I probably should do it now. And the last, encourage butterflies to visit you by making a butterfly feeder and leaving it out um, with some fruity nectar or fruit smashed into mushy bananas. This sounds good in theory. I have huge deer and other oh, wildlife around me. Yeah, Not sure it would work, but I love the idea of that. So I could probably get like a little feeder or something like a hummingbird feeder. Yeah. Um, my neighbor has a hummingbird feeder um, that they recently put up. And so we've been having hummingbirds regularly. It's been so special to sit there and watch them. So I would love butterflies to visit too. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, there's also um, a transformation ritual that we can share with you by um, Lavani from goddessschool.com. And what you will need is rainwater. And if you don't happen to have rainwater, especially here in Southern California, we get hardly any rain. (laughs) You can also (laughs) use um, moon water, 
or just water. Or, I mean, in your case, Nicole, if you still have some snow, I'm sure you could, you know, melt some snow and use some snow water. Um, Smart. Okay. um, You can also use fresh flowers, um, a colorful scarf or shawl, yellow candle, incense of sweet flower scents such as jasmine or honeysuckle, a journal and a picture or representation of the butterfly. So you will set up your altar with the flowers, candle, water, and incense and the icon image. And then you clear a space on the floor in front of the altar where you will have room to lie down and later spin and dance. Um, You're going to bring your journal and your shawl with you and you're going to open up your ritual space. You light the candle, of course, in a safe location where it will not be knocked over. And you lie Mm -hmm. on the floor and allow yourself to reflect upon the changes that are happening in your life. Think about your body, your mindset and circumstances that are now playing out in your life and how you feel. And then you breathe slowly and deeply. And if you're having any difficulty with any changes, ask the butterfly maiden to help you transform and integrate these, these changes into a positive action. Then wrap yourself with the shawl until you feel completely cocooned and say, hail butterfly maiden, bring me resolve, bring me courage, take me to my core. I accept the change that is in my life. I am patiently allowing my spirit to show me all that I can be in my dreams and visions. And then you stand up slowly and spin counterclockwise and unwind the shawl from your body saying, I release the thoughts that bind me to the best. I let go of all restrictions to my growth. And then you end the ritual by taking drops of rainwater to anoint each chakra from the crown to the root while saying, I accept my transformation for the good of all, or I'm sorry, transmutation for the good of all. Then you thank the butterfly maiden and allow yourself time to write about your experience. And, Whoa. I mean, that is. That's intense. Beautiful That's ritual. beautiful. Um, and then, I mean, not only with the spinning and unraveling of the shawl, but I it didn't really talk much about the dancing portion, but I'm sure that you can do some more dancing and just um, releasing in that moment as well. Oh, nuts. And, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I thought that was really Put- cool. Oh man, put on some Stevie Nicks and then you can oh. like twirl around oh, with yeah. your shawl and be oh, like, yeah. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> I don't know. I, why can't I think of a song? <laughs> like, you know, I can't think of one either. I just see that one image that we posted on our stories recently of her with that beautiful fuchsia aura from her stage lighting. Yes. And it's like, I had, <laughs> I aspire to be Stevie Nicks with her aura, her stage lighting aura at all times. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, you know what song I always go to immediately is the Gold Dust Woman song. And oh, I'm like, I like that. Probably doesn't apply to this. <laughs> no, but still, I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, to go along with the beautiful um, ritual that um, Levine. La- how do you um, say how do you say Lavani, I believe. Lavani. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Because um, that one came up, you know, a lot when I was uh, doing some research. But um correspondences real quick if you just want to do a tiny altar or just a sacred space for her symbols obviously the butterfly Mm -hmm. seedlings rainwater or as we said moon water snow water 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 (laughs) water yeah some spring flowers and temperament. I think that you that? meant to like add in what her temperament is and maybe oh. it wasn't there. So <laughs> it's okay. 
Everybody, we are losing. Hey, it. we are human. Okay. okay, we're allowed to make mistakes. Yeah, so right? we're not. We haven't um, uh, risen to the level of goddess quite yet. Okay. So. No. I mean, my typing is pretty stellar. It is. Like, it yeah. is. <laughs> um, some suggested altar objects, uh, very similar to the the ritual that Gigi said. Uh, colorful altar cloths, blues, pinks, yellows, purples. Those can be candles or decorative cloths butterfly decor i know some people are hardcore with butterflies mm-hmm. so that could you could go nuts oh with yeah that. um butterfly feeders for outdoor altars oh that'd be gorgeous. i know i was a just butterfly like, garden i know i would love to actually do a beautiful nature altar outside that that sounds really yes. special mm-hmm. you could probably get away with it from being in california uh yeah with the sunlight but i yeah. don't have as much greenery to work with so <laughs> mm, that's true um and then with this one cornmeal because corn is so important to the mm-hmm. hopi and and most native american Definitely. tribes um so cornmeal in a bowl different incense and scented oils these are all ones i approve of <laughs> i'm like Jasmine, juniper berry, uh, geranium, chamomile, and lavender. Um, some gemstones, a desert rose, labradorite, which is my stone. Mm. I have one in, under my pillow. I wear one all the time. I just, I have tons of them. Aquamarine, which is what you have, correct? Uh, you yes, have a, and I actually do have a little desert rose. They're very delicate stones, so. Yes. Yeah. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, oof, how do I even say that? Hemomorphite, um, I think. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let Gigi say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, a rose quartz, a fusite, moonstone, kyanite, malachite, all the kites, mm-hmm. and um, ep- I think, epidote. I think epidote. I'm not sure. Or epidote. I'm not sure. I'll have to look. Yeah, I'll have to look that mm-hmm. up in my crystal Bible thing. Um, animals, butterflies, moths. I'm sure there are many others, but oh, you know, those yeah, are definitely. the two biggies. Mm-hmm. And some fruits, flowers, and herbs, melons, oranges, strawberries, peaches, kiwis, bananas, milkweed. Ca- I never can say that word. Ca- Calendula. Yeah, because I know that's an herb, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to say it. Um, borage. Borage? Borage? I think. Barrage. Borage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep making borage. noises until you correct me. I'm like, borage. <laughs> Um, echinacea or coneflowers, heliotype, heliotrope. Oh, I think, yeah, heliotrope. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Why did I give myself this paragraph? <laughs> these words. Hey, but you are the flower goddess. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know their actual meanings. Hysop. 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 I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. A butterfly bush, lilac, lilac. Those were my mom's mm. favorite bushes. I think I'm going to try to plant one um, this summer. Oh, that'll this be spring. awesome. Sweet asylum, asylum, Alyssa, and verbena. Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Okay, and verbena. If anyone out there is a flower person, a horticulturist, and I butchered your love, I'm sorry. Yeah, we very much apologize. <laughs> we need to work on our. Um some of our flower names apparently so both of us we need to <laughs> and you know what the sad part is i want so desperately to be a green witch like i love plants and i love gardening mm-hmm. and i love getting out there and i don't know how to say the names so. it's okay Whatever. we we're still learning we're still in our transformation phase it's okay thank you <laughs> you know actually, we're in our we're in the cocoon yes so. we're in our cocoon we're gooey messes right now so <laughs> 
<laughs> um, one okay, more plant. I was just drinking oh. my tea. Sorry. Oh, did you spurt it out? <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> See, I told you we're gooey messes. Don't, we, no. we, we have lots to apologize for. <laughs> Apple cinnamon out the nose is not good. <laughs> I actually wanted to add in one more plant. Um, it's not a fruit or a flower, but um, the cottonwood tree. Because that is the oh. specific tree that they carve the kachinas out of. So I thought that that would be a special <gasps> thing. They only use cottonwood for those. So, yeah. Will we post um, pictures of the, Yes, of I am definitely going to post a, the, uh, some kachina yes, dolls. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the butterfly hair. It's a must. Yes, yes. I have. <laughs> uh, I did save an image with the butterfly hair, a kachina doll, and then also just some beautiful imagery of the butterfly maiden herself. So, yes. Mm, so excited. Well, now we'd like to tell you a little bit from the Goddess Guidance um, Oracle Cards from Doreen Virtue, the Butterfly Maiden, which means transformation. You are experiencing enormous change right now, which brings great blessings. The message from the Butterfly Maiden is, as you go through this period of change, it's natural for you to wonder if your future is safe. I am here to assure you that you are part of nature's cycles of birth, death, and rebirth. And to bring in your desired newness, you must first allow old parts of your life to fall away. These changes are to be celebrated, not feared. Give thanks for this shedding of the old. Embrace all of the lessons it has brought and then let it go. Be giddy with excitement of the newness of the gifts that are now being bestowed upon you and let their magic surprise and delight you. Various meanings of this card are don't be concerned about endings as they aren't bringing in the new for you. Um, your prayers have been answered with this change and let go of the old. Don't worry about these changes. They are truly for the best. Woof. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. that is perfect. Mm -mm. <sighs> well, I wanted to, um, I have my new Oracle deck. It's the Sacred Mothers and Goddesses book by Claudia Olivos. Um, and for this deck, I'll actually, I, Gigi hasn't even seen what this deck mm -mm. looks like. So I'll send you a picture of that. It looks so oh, cute. So the Butterfly Maiden's message is the same as we've been saying over and over again. Open yourself to transformation and growth. You are able to evolve and change continuously, which I love because mm -hmm. a lot of us feel that we need to be stuck in no change. Mm -hmm. you, you may be feeling like spending some time alone. Don't be afraid. When you have the courage to explore the darkness, you will rediscover the infinite power of your light. Trust your instincts and do not force things to happen. As Leos, mm -hmm. I like to force things. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> know when to protect yourself. It may be necessary to enter the cocoon of darkness and renewal. Nurture, regenerate, and revitalize yourself to amplify your abilities to more fully receive the love and light waiting for you. There is much to learn from these times. There's a lot more, but I was like, that is, is No, fantastic. that is perfect. And um, so for to call on the butterfly maiden during the times of when you need to be exposed to the truth of your situation, mm -hmm. to help you be open to a new and unknown phase with vulnerability and strength, to accompany you on your journey back to the essence of your being, and to celebrate with you when you are ready to receive. Mm. 
Open yourself. Yes. I don't know why I'm singing so much. It's okay. Let's sing it. (laughs) We're going to sing and dance today. (laughs) I do. I absolutely love it. We are um, former theater folks. So (laughs) that (laughs) That might answer some questions for you all as well. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, you know what, Gigi, since you connected so much with this butterfly maiden, you want to give us a little closing? Okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, The butterfly maiden flutters into our lives today to reconnect us with nature and to help us rediscover that graceful butterfly within each of us. The one that effortlessly rises above problems, making the world its flower. Mm. So, I mean, you just gotta like believe in that butterfly within. And as you said with the last um, Oracle deck, um, it's a constant continuous transformation that we go through. So we can become, you know, a caterpillar again and go through the metamorphosis in the cocoon again and become a new butterfly whenever we need to be. So don't get stuck. Try to keep growing and pulling yourself out of that dark mess. We all can do it. You know, um, with that mindset of trying to pull yourself out of the depths in the dark, it is really important to know that you can that you're not stuck forever and that there are people here to love you. And if um, we can be that person for you, I hope we can, because I personally have lost many friends and family over the years um, to um, suicide, unfortunately, because they felt so lost in the darkness. And um, I want you all to know that you are a butterfly and you can be pulled out. And if you need a hand, we are here for you. You're not alone. So stay strong and stay beautiful. This one was a beautiful, heavy one, brought up a lot of emotions for both Gigi and I, and we thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. Please, um, if you have time and love the show, please go rate and review over on Apple or any of your podcasting systems. Give us a follow on Instagram, Goddess Chat Leos. If you'd like to talk to us, um, we're here for you. We're your best friend goddesses. So um, email us at goddesschat at yahoo.com. From Gigi and I, we love you. We love you. you. Have a wonderful day. Love you. Bye. Bye.